That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa, and with me is always my co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. Oh, and sweet, sweet boy is welcome back to the second ever episode of We Didn't Get a Rose, where we are not doing The Bachelor anymore. We're covering romantic comedies, which means, first (laughs) of all, we get to not have to beg people to start watching The Bachelor again or at all. (laughs) And also we get to bring people on who are passionate about their picks of rom-coms and also get this. It might be a little bit more accessible. Who knew? Folks, joining us <laughs> once again on the podcast, we did get her to watch a bit of The Bachelorette, uh, and yeah. thank you for doing that, but never again, don't you worry about it, Rebecca Reeds is here. <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> We're so happy you're back, and you picked a movie for us this week. You gave me a list of like a few, and then I was like, pick one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you went, yeah. and which one did you pick? I picked Drive Me Crazy. <laughs> Drive me crazy. The Melissa Joan Hart, Adrian Grenier, uh, mm. 1998, I want to say, rom-com. It's a classic. Uh, it's a I classic. Don't, I don't know that I would ever... I had never heard of this until you see, texted me about it. See, here's the thing. It's I have, a I, classic. I have never heard... Uh, so, like, so far, we've only done two of these rom-com recaps. The first one was Never Been Kissed. So ouchie wowie, that was a tough one. And Mike just doesn't oh, well, Mike, oh, that's because that's because Mike doesn't believe love is love. <laughs> no, no, no. I believe love is love. I just don't believe in like, hey, this teacher is creeping on a fucking student. And then all like sudden, I the, said, love is supposed, love. Yeah. we're supposed to root for them at the end of the baseball game instead of having a cop ready to arrest this man like. I'm sorry, what? No, arrest all around. Arrest her brother. Arrest everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But with both of these movies, I'm realizing there is a realm of white people rom-coms that I have never been exposed to. Because I have not (laughs) heard of either of these movies. You've never heard of Never Been Kissed? I've never heard of Never Been Kissed. I never heard of Drive Me Crazy. I... (laughs) I just I like I honestly first and foremost when I saw this Adrian dude on it every time I see him in something that is not entourage I'm like good for you (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. good good for you and honestly watching this movie I'm surprised maybe I just don't know this dude's career like that and I want to keep it that way but like I just I'm kind of surprised he didn't become this huge heartthrob rom like romantic movie guy because i feel like he wasn't in shit well he was in get this i don't know how long you think entourage ran for but it was for a while so he was on entourage uh which is a pretty oh, huge 2004 success. to 2011 okay yeah it's a pretty big success I'd say. <laughs> it's a pretty small show i guess uh, uh and then he was also <laughs> Anne hathaway's boyfriend in uh the devil wears prada well okay obviously that's the only true. thing i know of which fucking right. shout out the devil was Prada. That movie fucking slaps. I oh, watched it's it gonna come it up does. on this show. We're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna it do does. it for an episode at some point. That movie is so goddamn good. I watched it for the first time like a year ago or two, mm. and oh, oh mm. my god, fucking movie. Meryl Streep can punch my mom in the face. I love that movie. Oh yeah, and she and yeah, she look, can punch if all you ask moms. her nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, looking at Adrian Grenier's IMDb page is a little sad. <laughs> I I. I, I 
I love it. I love that someone can look that handsome and not have that great of a career. I mean, here's the thing. It used to be that you could just have one show for and you're done. And I think that's, that's what it true. is. Like Entourage from yeah. 2004 to 2011, he made his nuts. He had like, a good career. You were in one of the most successful HBO shows. I personally yeah. never saw Entourage. It didn't seem like my thing, but it was never uh, for me. I, but no, you know I what tried. Happened? I'll tell you what. <laughs> this good. one time at work, when I worked at Apple, I mentioned offhand to one of the guys I worked with that I'd never seen Entourage or Suits. And he showed up the next day with a hard drive he said I could keep with all the episodes <laughs> of both shows. Wow. And I was like, bro, what? And he was like, you're going to Bro, love what this. year was It'll this? Because hard life. drives weren't as willy-nilly being given away. <laughs> I don't know, man. As they we, are now. We got a good discount I at Apple. That. So he was like, you could <laughs> hold on to this. But I, I didn't Today, keep the hard drive because I was like, let me just put this on mine and we're good. Like, I'm good. Don't worry about it. So I, I, I put the files on mine. I gave it back to him. But I, I watched Suits and I was like, this movie's great if you if you pretend all the law stuff makes sense, because there's some stuff that you don't, you know, and they do a lot of that thing that I absolutely love in TV shows where they show up to a bar, they order a drink, the drink gets there, and that's when they leave. They don't take a sip at all. And they're like, oh, okay, I, I love it. And it's Every, everybody has their movie it. thing. Oh. Everybody has their movie thing that bothers them, right? Like oh. I people that email us in all the time about their, because like I talk about it, my movie yeah, yeah, thing yeah. is when... Is when um dry, like when outfits get made too quickly, or like when they have to alter something and they're like snip snip snip, it looks gorgeous now, and it's oh, like you have yeah. no idea the time <laughs> and preparation. <laughs> yeah, but takes. that's because you know how to sew and you know how to tailor stuff. That's yes. why. Yeah, you've, you've never gone crazy. to men's warehouse and had a six year old man <laughs> touch your crotch because you're trying to get the the hems up, and you're like, listen, I know, just fuck it, I I have a wedding and I need to look good. Just just get in there and figure out your measurements. My my movie thing is when there's a band playing and I can tell that they're not actually playing the song that's playing. <laughs> I hate yeah. that so much. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll watch that's the drummer one. and I'll be like, you just hit a symbol. There was no symbol. What's that? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, I um, think what mine would be. I can't. We'll think discover of it over the course of this yeah, podcast. We'll, we'll figure now, it out. I'm ADHD. Have... I will get back to this. You will get back to this. So... <laughs> and it will be during a very inopportune time. And and we will entertain it because we love you. It's time Aww. for We Didn't Get a Rose, episode two of the rom-com revival over Actually, here. you know yep. what time it is for? No, it isn't. Are we still doing this? <laughs> What's the word? What's the school? Now it's time for Bachelor News. That's right. The Bachelor News segment. We're not doing the Bachelor anymore, but I'm still doing this segment partially because I want to annoy the fuck out of Mike. Uh, but we really do have news uh, Is from it that Bash- the Golden Bachelor starting. <laughs> uh, no, it's so on Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, Michael and Danielle were a couple who left that everyone loved. Michael was the widow, the lovable widow dad. And wait, Danielle wait, wait. was a blonde lady. And they got engaged. Everyone loved them. They were so happy. And they are broken up, baby. Love is dead. Love is dead. Or at least the love that ABC wants us to think works out when it actually doesn't. I'll tell you what. I remember Michael from Katie's season. And if Danielle 
If I admit Danielle, it, it, what would happen is it'd be a completely normal interaction and I walk away and somebody who knew would be like, do you know who that was? And I'll be like, no. And they'll be like, that's Danielle. I'll be like, okay. And they're like, from The Bachelor? And I'd be like, what season? And they'll be like, well, I don't know. And I'll be like, exactly. And that's who that is. All right. Danielle <laughs> feels like she had zero impact on the show. And the impact she had was with Michael, the guy who everybody was like, he's a widower. You know, he's a widower. Come on. Um, And he loves his son. No, he loves his boy. He grew a beard after the episode. He would left. Uh, anyway, I don't give a shit. I am so ready to be done with them. The only news I want from The Bachelor is every Bachelor news segment should be Robbie Hoffman and Gabby Windy are still very happy together because that's what I want to hear. I love that. All right, that's um, it for me. We can go to the movie now. <laughs> uh, anyway, we look, I just got a message to get paid. Uh, and I'm, I'm making sure I'm getting that money. Uh, I'm gonna turn on my fan. Did a show last week. Let me tell you. Did a show last week, and did I bomb? No, I did not. But it's a competition show at a burlesque venue. So, guess who loses at that? You know what I mean? (laughs) How how you have a variety show with comedians on it when there's burlesque dancers doing acrobatics and fucking getting naked, and you're like, no, no, no. I'm gonna vote for the guy who thinks Ouija board jokes are fun. You know, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's there's no I didn't stand a chance, you know, but they, they still got to send me the money and I'm going to get paid anyway. Here well, we are. I like that those ladies are getting paid, though. That's good. Yeah. Well, they also should be getting paid baseline anyway. I don't. I think that they're all they are mm-hmm. getting paid baseline and then they got a winnings. Um, It's time for us to cover. Drive me crazy. Drive me crazy. Let me tell you this. This is. This movie, first of all, was not supposed to be called Drive Me Crazy. The name change was for, let me say, it was supposed to be called Next to You because the plot surrounds Nicole and Chase, a.k.a. Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier, who, by the way, plays Vincent Chase on Entourage. That's pretty fun. So Nicole and Chase are next door neighbors to single parents of the same gender. She lives with her mom. He lives with his dad. And they all... They live next door to each other and classic rom-com. This is supposed to be called next to you. And it was not called next to you. It was called drive me crazy. That's it was right. Named, it was Cause our girl, the, the fucking Spears queen, song. Britney Spears dropped a fucking banger on you bitches yeah. called yeah. in parentheses. You drive me exit parentheses crazy. crazy. And they were like, we got to capitalize on this song. Yeah. <laughs> it, so here's the thing. Britney Spears, the you drive me crazy. Uh, what, there was a, it was added to the soundtrack and to help promote the movie, both Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier were in the music video for the song. And they changed the movie yeah, from were. next to you to drive yes. me crazy, all because of Britney Spears. Now, here's the thing. I know this is a heater to bring up right before we get into the movie, but mm. <laughs> what are you about to do? Don't you dare slander <laughs> Britney Spears' name. No, I'm not. I about will to. jump through this screen. <laughs> oh, no, no. Gonna, no, no. You guys are going to hate somebody else. Check this shit out. Okay. okay. Melissa Joan Hart was not in favor of the movie name change because. She didn't think that Britney's career was going to take off the way it did. What? Now, here's another heater. Here's another heater from this very same IMDb trivia page. Melissa Joan Hart, Britney Spears have known each other since the Mickey Mouse Club. 
Uh, what? Bro. Yeah. Bro. They knew Fuck each other, bro. and she was like, this bitch ain't shit. So I'm outside of the club, and he's think I'm yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is my. This is now my favorite movie. This That's is what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> this is why I wanted to bring it up. I was like, this is either gonna have one one effect or another, and I was hoping for this. That's good. here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're, like, since we all do comedy, I feel like anyone in the entertainment realm. I mean, you could apply this to any any industry, but especially entertainment realm. When you're around peers, there's some peers who you're like. Even when they're early on and they have nothing, you're like, they're gonna be a star. Like you yeah. can just you see can it. They got, yeah. it. They've got that. You can quality. just see yeah. it. There's no way you were on the Mickey Mouse Club with fucking Britney Spears, Ryan Gosling, Justin Timberlake, and you're like, and you look at Britney, you go, she's gonna be nothing. Are you kidding me? What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yeah, I growing so up, funny. I was a dumb boy who a lot of things like like, for example, like rom coms and ro uh, chick flicks. I stayed away from because I was like, those are for chicks. I'm a man. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah. Obviously, I was stupid. But despite that and mentality that trend continues today. Am I right? Hey, <laughs> I, you say that as I'm wearing Beyonce's merch from her. Yeah, latest tour. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, despite that mentality as a kid, I still had fucking Britney Spears CDs because I knew that girl yeah. put out bangers. And also because Kid Me had a giant crush on Britney Spears. And I thought Did if I would buy her albums, you. word would travel where she would hear about how supportive word I was. Travel. And she would want to date word me. Would travel. <laughs> okay, so Chris, you were... Uh, you were stupid, stupid then. Like she was gonna be <laughs> I legit <laughs> I legit was like she's gonna hear that I picked up the CD at FYE and mm. is like I have to date this, this eight-year-old. Yo, I bought her first album on cassette. That's how long ago this was. I had the InSync I mean... album on cassette. The, yeah. Oh, good the one. one with this. Good I one promise too. you want it. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get shout into the storyline. I'm going to read this off. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to them being on hot ones and everybody being like, who are these other guys? <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. One more sidebar. One more sidebar that their reunion. It's yeah. so funny because Justin, we've already seen Justin over the we've years. So we know Justin. that he's he's been keep he's been keeping up and looking good and all of that and then mm. um except the, lance bass we will see i feel yeah. like the second most Reality often yeah. and lance is doing ever yeah. since lance has become fully himself he's been really like glowing and he went shining to space. Yeah, he, he went to space yeah dog lance, oh. lance bass went to space and then the rest of them you're like it's so clear you like Worked at Enterprise after <laughs> uh, Joey Fatone hosted Family Feud. I'll tell you something. And JC Chazé was like a host for a couple of shows about singing and continue working in music. And honestly, is the unsung hero of NSYNC. The only person that I can give anybody some sort of credit for being like, who's this guy? Is Chris Kirkpatrick. And even then, if it wasn't for Chris Kirkpatrick, those harmonies would have sounded fucking hollow, bro. 
Chris brings so much to the table that nobody fucking acknowledges. All right. I saw when I saw what modern day Chris Kirkpatrick looked like. I my first thought was, yeah, that adds up. (laughs) When I saw Chris Kirkpatrick in modern day, I was like, this has all the we're getting the band back together energy you think you're going to see from a movie. You know what I mean? They go back to the one guy whose life is like, nah, man, I'm a dog breather now. I do okay." And they're like, can you still sing a song? And he's like, no, I can't sing a song. And a brick falls on his toe. And he goes like, ow, (laughs) like something like that. And they're like, dude, you got to get back in. Uh, Anybody else want to write this with me or what? Yeah, uh, do it. <laughs> let's get into this movie. The storyline: yes. Nicole, aka Melissa Joan Hart, plays Nicole. Adrian Wait, Grenier real quick, plays real quick. Because he chose this. Chris won't let it happen. He won't. <laughs> no, no, no. no. He doesn't <laughs> want a podcast. He doesn't want this podcast. We watched the movie. I rented this movie on iTunes. I paid five dollars for this movie. Oh, this shit was on HBO. No, you this, did not. This show did. was on. Oh, I mean, yeah, this movie I was on HBO. I bought it. This movie was on it's HBO. On Plus. So instantly, I liked it because it was on HBO oh. and I didn't have to spend five dollars to watch this movie. Whereas I spent five dollars to watch Never Been Kissed, and I'm still a little upset mm. about it. But no, no, I was interrupting for Trust. a good reason because mm-hmm. Rebecca, you chose this movie. Yeah, I wanted to yes. ask you because we we usually ask, oh, what's your history with the Bachelor or Bachelorette? Mm. It's saying that yeah. same vein. What is your history with this movie? What does it okay, mean? To you? you know what? That's a fair interruption. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, we, we take you it back. Tell we take how it back. upset Mike is because I came with something good. Yeah, I wanted That's to make fun so of you so hard. Fuck. <laughs> um, honestly, for the like this movie, on well, firstly, I've watched it probably a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it a lot when oh I was growing gosh. up. I was a big Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan. Makes so sense. this movie was like literally like I, I'm a big Britney Spears fan. This is right mm-hmm. up my alley. This movie has a ton of tropes that I love, and I think they do them really well. I think it's fun. I think it's like weird enough, which mm-hmm. I like. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's, it's a surprisingly really solid aged well. teen movie. And that's the other thing. When I was watching, I was, this is one where I find I can put on and I'm not like, eh, like, no, not yeah. that word. Like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. whole time, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, it not really it ages pretty well. And you're like, oh, good. Okay, that's nice. It is something that you can go back to and not have to be like, okay, so we're going to skip this scene real quick. <laughs> <laughs> where they're shitting for three minutes for some reason we found that funny in 2000 but yeah you know. in the Wait, we're talking about harold and kumar uh, is that one <laughs> the, well we're talking about ships? a bunch of movies <laughs> you know Bride yeah means. exactly we're Seriously. talking about 30 minutes of my act am i right <laughs> oh hey. that's what you get with a little bit of ibs over here um anyway <laughs> that's probably the one thing you don't got right you don't got no ibs uh, but I've shit my pants too many times. To, you have, I, actually. I think, I think, I think it's safe to assume. It hasn't been diagnosed, but I think I think it's safe to assume. I can't believe how often you have shit your pants. This life comes at you fast. This is not what the podcast is about. So drive me crazy. Life comes at you fast. Life comes at you fast. And all of a sudden, now you want to get on track with the podcast, huh? Oh, no. but yeah. <laughs> Drive Me Crazy was a movie released in 1999. Drive <laughs> Schultz. Screenplay by Rob Thomas. This was a movie. Rob with... Thomas? Yeah. 
Rob Thomas of, of not not no, not the Rob Thomas you're thinking of. Rob Thomas, Rob who Thomas. created Veronica Mars, co-developed 90210. Yes. Oh, also okay. co created the other thing. Down. Like, Veronica Mars. Really? Oh, is one of the He's just this guy's like got his fa I Veronica Mars is one of my favorite series of all time. So I think never it makes sense it. that I also really like this. That totally makes sense. You haven't seen he... Veronica Mars? I've no, never I seen Veronica seen. Mars. <gasps> I mean, look, I, I who wants to be a millionaire <laughs> who finds it anyway? Those are the things that I remember from back then. I and party down. I can't believe this guy's involved with party down. That's so fun. Yeah, I fucking love party. I need to watch that Great new show. season. They released. Apparently it's pretty rough, but oh. I, I just read it's got like because Lizzie Ka Kaplan isn't there. You're missing out on like the voice of reason. So everybody's just kind of like off their ass uh -oh. and it's not fun because there's uh -oh. no like guardrails anyway. And That's she's what not happened with Adam uh, Arrested Development. Not to really bit. fear yeah, off. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, yeah. oh, like, you needed Michael to be the voice of reason. That's why this doesn't work anymore, because he's a piece of shit now. Yeah, exactly. You can't now all be pieces to... of shit. Exactly. Well, right. it's anyway. it's always Sonny manages, <laughs> manages to do it well, where they're all Because they started there. They started but yeah, they started yes. there. There was never a voice of reason. So because of it, out tonight, from huh? day one, you had to accept these are bad people who I secretly love, but they're bad people. Yeah, they're bad people with some heart, except for Dennis, who is literally a psychopath and uh, yeah. is unwell. Lizzie Kaplan, another person who could punch my mother. Yo, you got to stop making this <laughs> of people who can punch your mom. This is fucked up. All right, look, okay, so the, we are so deep in this episode. This storyline of Drive Me Crazy is Melissa Joan Hart plays Nicole, Adrian Grenier plays Chase. Nicole and Chase are neighbors but are from two very different worlds. Despite their differences, their love lives have a common theme. Their most recent plans for love have fallen through, putting them both in a desperate state to fix them. Both Nicole and Chase conspire to pretend to find a romantic interest in each other with the hopes of attracting the, quote, ones who got away from them. Leading up to the big school dance, Chase and Nicole find that their scam worked out better than they'd planned. So they fell in love because yeah, they, they like oh, each yeah. other. It's cute. So, OK, so here's the thing. There's a lot about this movie that I did enjoy. There's also a lot about this movie that I just could not understand whatsoever. And. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so like they named the high school time zone high i'm so, like i love i love yeah because never been kissed did the same thing where they were like bare minimum exposition like we're giving you as little <laughs> as you need to understand yeah. a situation so we can just keep on with the shit that we want to do and it was just like, oh, here's a high school. What's the name of the high school? Ah, fuck it. Time zone high. Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. I, I couldn't believe it was time zone. I just couldn't. They, they, I thought they, I thought I read it spelled like T-I-M-Z-O-N or something as mm -hmm. like the, as the mm -hmm. spelling of it. And I, it was and literally I, time zone. High. It was literally time zone. And I was like, Jesus, that's so stupid. They, they, that's what they call the, um. The, I thought that's what they called the news segment that they all worked on, which, by the way, OK, let's write in <laughs> Nicole. The first scene of the movie. OK, yeah. OK, yeah. yes, I'm so excited. The first scene of the movie is Melissa Joan Hart being like on the phone with her friend Alicia. And she's like, uh, should I wear my mom's halter top? 
the red one or this one? She's like, I don't know, the red one. She's like, isn't it a little slutty? And it's like, no. Does Brad, is Brad going to like it? He's like, I think Brad's going to have better taste than that. She's like, I don't know about that. And then she goes to school where she is part of the team, like the news anchor team for their news at school, like school news. Did Mm -hmm. either of you guys have this shit at your school? My elementary school and middle school did. What the uh, and fuck? I was a part what? of it. <laughs> Elementary school, middle school. What's their yeah. report? David lost his Pokemon card, so give it back, Ryan. Um, no, <laughs> but I do remember when 9-11 happened, we did we played <laughs> the video of uh Whitney Houston singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Uh we played that on a loop every morning before school started. We uh, our prince, our new, we had a new principal come in, and she wouldn't let us play rap music. Like we, she wouldn't let us play the music we wanted to play, even if it was edited. So because of it, we were stuck to playing celebration. Uh, we gonna celebrate and have a good time. That song, and oh Whitney Houston singing oh. the national anthem at oh the Super God. Bowl. Those are the only two songs Children. that were loud. Children covered 9-11 at your school. Children got on the news and said, we are in dark times. You were, you were, ah! Tower 2 has fallen. I repeat, Tower 2. And everyone wonders why I'm so obsessed with making 9-11 jokes. <laughs> Mike is literally red right now. Uh, you can't, you can't I'm handle it. I'm crying. I'm crying. I can't. I can't believe you. Mike so is the red version of Violet for Willy Wonka right now. Oh it's... my fucking god! <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to do that to you. And I did just say that like that was some regular shit, which in America was very yeah, regular. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! This is we. This in is fact, post nine eleven, when nine eleven happened, they made our entire school learn the lyrics to "Proud to Be an American," and we kept singing it at school assemblies and shit. Yo, man, patriotism is fucked up. You guys, yo, have I know, I know, thing. but "Proud to Be an American" banger. <laughs> what? I don't agree with the song, who is, who is but it? it's a great song. I'm proud to be American. I'm proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. And oh my I God. Okay. No. The man who died, no. No. who gave that right to be, and I proudly stand up next to you and Hell something. No. <laughs> Not in the podcast I'm involved with, baby. No fucking chance. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't believe. Okay, we never had like a newsroom kind of team of anchors. We had radio during lunch where you got to like sign up to do it. And the moment you fucked that Mm. up, it was your privileges were done. But we never had like a newsroom. Did that happen to you, Mike? That sounded like an informed. Oh, no, no. It happened to somebody else. They take it away from you forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't fuck it up, but I did play some stuff and, and they were like, you have to play like a certain percentage of French music. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that, though. And they're like, well, you got to I'm like, no. And then I just didn't. And that was fine. And then I got bored of it. So I stopped doing it. But uh, yeah, French language laws are stupid here. Um, Point is, 
there's no like TV in high schools in the middle of class that's just on while a teacher is like writing on the board and not during class. the school day, bro. But that's morning, what's happening yes. in this movie. This movie morning, is yes. like. Anyway, these kids are news anchors, and you've got like so many of them that I don't recognize until they give one of them a name, and that's D. They're like D, and D's like I used to be fat, and I'm like, great, here we go. Uh, what's this gonna be? What's this gonna fucking be? Um, but anyway, I also thought when they made that comment about the halter top, uh, if it was slutty, I thought, yo, this movie's gonna be wild. Let's go, 1999. And then it was very tame after that, and I was was a little upset. Also, that girl on the phone was low key calling Melissa Joan Hart's mom a slut because she was just like, oh, the thing that her your mother owns, yeah, that's for skanks. Hell yeah. <laughs> maybe here's the thing. Look, okay, the there's there's so much about this movie. First of all, if you're gonna listen to this podcast from now on, just uh watch the movies with us because there's no way we could cover everything. And some of them are worth watching. I think this was worth watching because it's so harmless. Like it's just whatever. And there's a lot mm. of stuff where you're like, oh, that's meant to be impressive. Uh okay. Like the sculpture reveal at the end at that fucking centennial event. Oh yeah, you, that's that's impressive. That's and insane. I and I love I like that is true. There was a lot of shit that like sure is a little cheesy, but I liked how ho- like genuinely wholesome mm-hmm. it was. Like how how yeah. much Chase continually defended Dave to the yeah. like, and I I understand that's mm-hmm. a whole trope of that. like you get the nerd and you bring him out to the the cool friend group. Like he's still yeah. gonna care about his old friends. Like I understand that. But mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, hey, that's my friend. Be nice to them. It was like pointing out like Dave is literally the school's Uber. Like he's just, yeah. <laughs> he's just an yeah. Uber driver for these kids. And he's like, so, and Dave isn't friend. even like being like, oh, I'm a cornball who just wants to drive people home. He's like, I'm saving fucking lives, bro. Yeah. And <laughs> which yeah. was so that was they so keep like calling him. They keep calling him designated Dave. Which I mean, how like, is that? How is that an insult? Like, <laughs> how is that an insult? It's it's what yeah. they reduce him to. So, like, there is a scene where Chase is defending Dave to everybody. And they're like, oh, Dave, designated Dave. You're going to call him. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to cu- drive home drunk. And you're like, first of all, this is a great thing this kid is doing. And Chase is like, mm. yo, he's like straight up saving your lives and everything. So, like, I don't know, maybe respect the guy a lot more. And um, look, there's a lot about this movie I like, but I do think that there's a lot to address and we're going to have to do it. Um, First of all, (laughs) let's begin with the reveal of Brad, the guy that Melissa Joan Hart thinks is cute Uh, because is he handsome? Because he looked like he looked like a live action shark guy. He's no, like he's, comes... he's 99 handsome. Yeah. What is that? Mean. You have so not at all. You have to put the the mindset of like this cookie cutter man. He is blonde. He has this hair. He is yeah, tall. He a... Therefore, he, he plays is basketball. Handsome. Yes. Do I personally find this man attractive? Fuck no. Okay. He... Do I think or, she's upgrading big? Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think Brad is one of those like, oh, you're conventionally handsome. Like you're Mm. what the magazines are telling me is handsome. 
But he's he also screams, car dealership that like the receptionist is is very into, and he's just like, well, you know what the Sunday's for? Golf with the boys. And you're like, all right, yeah. This like he just Craig looks would like say he sucks. this man has. <laughs> Craig would say this man has Honda Civic face. Yeah, like it's just oh, very. <laughs> Greg, on the money. First of all, we how did we forget to do this off the top? Rege- Rebecca Reeds and Craig Fay host an amazing podcast. You should oh, listen. Yeah. The villain was right. Where, amazing like, podcast, yeah. very fun. Line, Give it a listen. Line. Give us the, the 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 log line for the the show. Oh, uh, we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective. And dare to ask, were they really all that bad? There we go. <laughs> that's a good. That's a so robotic. Word. I. Yeah, I mean, you guys. Just if say you ever. If you ever have a, uh, I know you and Craig are homies, but if there's ever a day where you're like, you know what, I want to prank them or just drive them off the rails, bring me back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. What What was the episode we did? Because that we did uh uh oh fucking this the X movie the movie with John Tucker we did John Tucker oh must my die. god John Tucker must Whoa. die. Oh. Oh, that yeah. movie was bad. And, and we movie. talked about how eating pussy is like licking a plate. And <laughs> and Craig and I both. That's the thing. You two are similar energies on your podcast. And then Craig yes. and I are the same. Anyway, yes. look, we got a whole movie to talk about. Look at these notes. Look at these notes. Okay. They got oh, notes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. So here are things that I. Okay. First things first. Episode. Episode one. Uh, scene one. Melissa Joan Hart's like, I'm getting slutty. And she leaves the house. And. Uh, Adrian's dad, Chase's dad, and her mom are talking over the fence, and you're like, "Oh, these two are into each other. We know what's mm. gonna happen." And then we catch them, Chase and, and Nicole, looking at each other over the fence, and you can tell, "Oh, there's a history." And we find out. So, what do you? You don't hang out with him so much anymore. You guys used to do everything together. She's like, "Yeah, but we're just from two different worlds," and that's because Chase is a little misfit. Chase is a Chase the guy who's setting up all day to prank the school and and he's going to like I guess poetry readings and shit. His girlfriend has <laughs> not blonde streaks but pink or purple streaks in her hair. Now that's got to tell you something, huh? Counterculture. And Melissa Joan Hart <laughs> is Counterculture. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right. It's exactly I perfect word for it. Um and then Nicole is part of <laughs> Uh, part of the world that is like, nope, there are there are steps and rules, and I'm one of the co-hosts on on the the news team that makes me popular. I love basketball. I go to the basketball games. The lead basketball guys interested in me. These are the two worlds they speak of. Same school, different worlds, right? So that's what we get the stakes wise. Um, there there was something that that like I wrote down that really that really made me think like, why do so many nineties rom-coms involve high school? That's what's that, you know, and I, and I have to say there were so many rom-coms based around high school. And is it just cause like, they were like teens, let's get them teen dollars. It's gotta be that. Right. <laughs> I think so. I think there was like a real, there was a real heyday for these types of movies. Like, there's still teen movies coming out, obviously. But right. I don't think... Well, maybe it's just because I'm not a teen. But I don't really think they have the same zip. Like, they don't have the same fun about them. Like, this movie is a tight hour and a half, okay? We Wish, have a story to tell, uh, and we're going to do give it. Give me more. Give me more uh, of that. Give me mm, more yes. of that. Okay, I feel, regardless of how you feel about this movie, okay, uh-huh. and whether you like it or not, 
Yeah. It is tight. Okay. It is tight. It is it's getting tight. done. Yes. And so like anything I've watched recently, it's like everything's like two fucking hours and it's, you know, a coming of age tale and all this. It, it's just like, listen, we're we're here for the farts. We're here oh. for the mishaps. Are we ever Please. here for the farts and mishaps? Let's just make it simple, boys. Let's just make it simple, okay? And, and that was, I think, the beauty of the teen movie, is oh. that it was it's it's she's all that. It's it's simple. It's we have somebody less popular. Let's make them popular. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns and, out and they were cool all along. They took off their glasses. It's just like not another teen movie. Um, yes. It's incredible. First of all, rewatch that does not. There's a lot of it that doesn't hold up, but there are some banger jokes in there. They're so funny. Um, I mean, look, Craig Sam Levine. Me I need play- to rewatch it. Oh yeah, it's on Netflix. Sam Levine plays a little white guy who thinks he's Asian, and that doesn't age so good. Mm. But there's so much like, there's so much crazy shit. It's fucking funny. Um. Anyway, I I think so. We, I mentioned Adrian Grenier's girlfriend. It's she's played by Ali Larder. Which I always think is funny because um, what I she was in Final Destination and Final Destination Two, and she's supposed to be like this seventeen, eighteen year old. There, Ali Larder's face has never said seventeen, eighteen. She's always been somebody who's seen too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's oh, like, big time. Yeah, like Malcolm's mom in Heroes. I think her his son's name was, and she's she's like. I have to defend my kid and like this. And that made sense because I was like, yeah, you look like you fucking had to deal with it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah, she has the face of loss. Okay. <laughs> like she's oh, the face God. of That's someone so... that has lost a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she played Claire Redfield in the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, that makes sense. I would you look, she, she is exactly perfect for so many other things, but then you get her in this kind of movie and I'm just like, girl, no, she, how no matter how young you are you look you look like you've seen too much and it's and it's you know it's it's uh, are you okay and so i guess it makes sense but i think it kind of works for her character that's like she is like the role she plays in this i'm like do i buy you're a teen no but also, do I buy any of these people are really teens not really so like let's i I will say melissa joan hart looked Melissa Joan Hart and uh, the girl Divine, she yeah, which she. H- hilarious that a white girl who looks like that. They well, you, you we can fast forward to why she's divine. We'll get to know? that. We'll get yeah. to that. But um, her, th- I would say those two, I could believe was like, oh, you're like, mm. if you were like, you're not high school, but like. Out of everyone, you're the least obvious that you're clearly someone in your 20s playing a high schooler. Mm. Like Adrian... I'm okay with it if everybody is on that scope, though. Like that's really yeah. it. I'm fine with it if everybody kind of looks the same. Like yeah. uh, Craig and that's I just fine. covered Dear Evan Hansen on the podcast. And Yo, I was like, this was like that... lit- this was the hardest thing to get through. Just because that man this has man played that a... same role for 15 years. You're. You look elderly. I don't know what to tell you. Like this is not vibe. This is you not can the vibe. Sing so well, and that song, that one song, only a single song is good and catchy. I hate musicals, and the- I how I love musicals. I, oh. I that is, 
I grew up a theater kid, so no, I, I grew up a theater kid too. I fucking hate musicals. You know what I can't stand? If you're gonna do a musical, you're gonna have to do that singing, sing speaking before a song. You know what mm. I mean? Or like during a song where you're like, yeah, a song's happening. It's like, but it's not like it happened like that. You're like, and so <laughs> I, I hate. Ugh, 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 get out of here! <laughs> Fuck off! Fuck off! Hate it so much. Anyway, uh, God, we have so much movie to talk about. <laughs> Um, mm. Chase establishes himself as like this prankster. He's like, you know, he puts orange dye in the sprinkler system and rigs it to go off at the wrong time. Uh, this is something I wrote down. There's a full control room where somebody has to flick the yeah, school. What high on. school is this? Yo, I don't know. That freaked me out. I was like, that, that was can't a be real. whole ass hidden in like That's a, a guy's pillar? job. Yeah. Yeah, he's a security guard, but he's the one that flicks the switch to turn on the school bell. Could you imagine being the drama department with no budget, and then you find out that the sprinkler system has a fucking war room in the middle of the high school? That was so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we need Jesus one plastic Christ. sword for this scene. Can we get one? And like, no. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> I just forgot to finish the joke. <laughs> I just stopped cold. I did not sleep well last night. I'll tell you that. <laughs> anyway, oh my god! Oh, so man. the movie the the movie's big ending isn't a prom or anything. It's called the Centennial Event because it's been this mm. high school has been around for a hundred years, and they're doing the Centennial. And Nicole is in charge of the budget for the event, and she gets to pick the band. Wish they had sixteen thousand dollars budget for this for this dance. Where is that money? Let me ask you that. Where's this money? That that dance looked fancy, but it didn't look sixteen thousand dollars fancy. Those lights. Oh, as somebody used to run events, that a hundred percent that was sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, really? A hundred percent. Everything's you have no idea how costume. Well, yeah. Plus, but like you're you're paying for like service workers, bartenders. Yeah. Um, oh, you're paying yeah. for the food that like if the there's band. punch available, like yeah. All this kind of stuff, any like drapery, stuff like this. Like it just gets fucking crazy so fucking fast. You gotta rent chairs? Those are so much. Um Yeah, just like all this stuff. It's so expensive. Yeah. I actually watching that, I was like, there's no way they did that for sixteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, think, fair. You, know what? you both fair. said the same thing, but we're on different ends of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think what, what what's important to note is that this event was meant for everybody. Parents and students alike mm -hmm. were, were allowed to show up, and that's cool. Um, I think it's like, this is the big event. It's the centennial. First of all, centennial, hell of a word. Love that word. Great word. Uh, there's a good Tokyo Police Club song called Centennial that I recommend to everybody. That album yeah, it's on is so beautiful. Good. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Elephant Shell. Mm -hmm. Give it a listen. Canadian guys, too. New Market Ontario's own. Um, so the 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 thing is we get a couple of shots of like david uh not david uh um chase with david and ray and they're pranking the school and talking about how everybody's being a sheep and listening to celine dion by the way which i thought was great <laughs> um yeah. there's a moment like after the die thing she goes back to his girlfriend ali larder and she was like i was i was laughing so hard and he was like you never laugh and i thought that was hilarious you never yes. laugh. And then you they start laugh. making out because also mm. whatever. But 
we find out um, that Nicole's father cheated on her mom and uh, they have a, a date like once a month to like hang out. And oh, see I missed that. I missed that, that he cheated. But that uh, happened that that reveals at the end. Oh, but but they they just mentioned that she just goes to have dinner with her dad once a month because he's not around much and he's trying to be around more. And he stands her up and she sees Brad and Hell he's yeah. all awkward Pink and shit. she's all awkward. And he's she's like, do you want to just finish these fries with me? And he's like, no, no, I, uh, I don't want to spend time with you, uh, girl. I like, you know what I mean? It's just such a weird. It, I, I Anyway, high school was high school. He doesn't want to meet the dad. <laughs> yeah, but the dad wasn't coming. He doesn't want to meet the dad. That's so weird. No, also, she doesn't know that he's like he's always late. And he's like, well, I don't want to get in the way. I think okay. that's fair. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was fair. fair. But also dad. when he was walking yeah. up, like you can tell that he knew she dad. was there, but he kept like trying to purposely look away and act like he didn't know she was there. It was really cornball. This dude yeah. is one of those dudes who you're like, who you dated and you're like, was, oh, he was just hot and actually had nothing to say or right. any personality. Yeah. yeah. I was just so distracted mm. by how attracted I was to them. And yeah. that's what this dude is. Because he's not even like, a bad guy or anything like that. He's yeah. just mm-hmm. he's just Dumb. a face. I'll tell you what. I'm lucky to have never dated anybody like that. But statistically speaking, I was the hot piece of ass that my exes dated that I was pretty stupid. So good for me. Mm. Uh, come on now. No laugh there, mm-hmm. you dicks. Neither of you guys laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking I'm fucking out. <laughs> All right. I set so it up and everything. Funny. I did the whole thing. Ooh. Um then Chase and uh and uh, Ali Larder attend this uh Animal Liberation Front uh aka Alf event and I thought it was going to be poetry and I was like no please god no. And this is when Andrea decided <laughs> my girlfriend turned to me and was like hey so nothing's introduced in old movies, eh? And I'm like yeah that's true. We get a lot more exposition nowadays. Uh, it, 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 it feels kind of good to kind of be dumped in the middle of it and not know what's happening. You have to piece it together yourself. I, I, I can, I can get behind that trend coming back, you know, where, where we kind of trust yeah. the movie instead of go, well, they didn't mm-hmm. say anything about this. No, they still do exposition in those movies. Once again, it's just the bare minimum well, exposition. Also, this was at this time frame where all of these movies were like college like a a college liberal was you wore black, you went to coffee shops and you listened to slam poetry and you want to save animals from testing. Like that, that was like Disney and the second goofy movie had a character where it was basically this Alf dude, but just this uh this like woman, uh whatever animal those, those, those animals are. But uh, it was just very funny to me where it was just like, Oh yeah, I forgot that. Like this was a, a movement. A, America was like so obsessed with uh, PETA was everywhere. Yeah, like before we all agreed, we're like, okay, we like animals, but PETA's kind of a dick. Yeah, uh, like it was at that time. Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, you can keep going, Mike. Thank you so much. So anyway, uh, Ali Larder is disappointed in Chase at this point because he's not really into the Animal Liberation Front's thing because he's kind of like testing on animals. It's not all that bad, and she's like. Uh yeah, it's pretty fucked up. And he's like, uh, okay. And are we breaking up? And she's like, 
I just feel like you're a bit of a poser is essentially what she says. Like, you're all about this. You're all about that. But you're not really doing anything about it. You're just putting orange dye in sprinklers. And he's also not doing anything about it. Like, that was so funny to me of like, you're not doing shit either. I just think that the moment (laughs) that that we get out of it later is when Melissa Joan Hart and Allie Larder are talking and and she's like, do you know why he's like not gung ho about stopping animal testing? She's like, well, no. It's like, did you know how his mom died? It's like, no, I just know that she did die. It's like cancer. That's right. She's like got her neck going. She's like cancer. <laughs> his mom died of <laughs> cancer. You know, the thing that yeah. they're testing on animals to cure. Yeah. Well, think about that. And I'm like this whole movie, Whoa. yo, fucking listen, you y'all are lemmings, but I'm 1000 IQ. This movie is not about teen love. This movie was made by big animal testing to promote and normalize <laughs> animal testing and using cancer as a fucking scapegoat. So then that way we don't ask questions and we can keep putting lipstick on monkeys. Y'all can stay asleep, but I'm woke. OK, I'm woke. <laughs> yeah, Chris, notoriously awake. Um, I said awake. I thought it was funny. Um, he then gets broke. He's broken up with, and he shows up wearing the turtleneck around his head. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. And his dad kept asking, "Are you stoned?" Okay, I have a problem with this entire scene. His dad's like, "Are you stoned?" It's like, "No, you'd know if I was stoned." It's like, "Yeah, well, you just stayed in bed all day." It's like, "Uh huh." So, are you stoned? You know, I'd be cool. I can be no, cool. He's like, you stayed stoned. in bed all day and didn't get up. He was like, then why is not your first question? Are you sick? Are you and he was yeah, like, are yeah, you yeah. sick? And he was like, no. <laughs> are you stoned? Instead of asking, like, are you okay? And him being like, nah, I got dumped. You know, I'm sad. I got the yeah. blues, pops. His dad's like, are you stoned? And then they give blues, pops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the nineties. I, I think I'd lose my mind if I came into a room and asked somebody if they were okay, and they replied to me, "I got the blues, pops. I got the blues." I'd fucking lose. I'd laugh in that person's face so hard. Like I just don't think I'd be able to take that serious. Man, who knew? Who knew we'd get such a gem this late in the episode? Because that was great. <laughs> The like, blues pops. I got the blues pops. <laughs> Leave me alone. I got the blues pops. <laughs> um, this is so why I have a, I have a problem with this scene because they write kids too quippy. Because Adrian Grenier, Chasey just goes, "Hey, until you see black lights in my room and a felt Led Zeppelin poster, uh, like a velvet Led Zeppelin poster or something, mm. I think I think we're okay." And it's like, "Oh, shut up." Every time a kid speaks like that in a movie, I'm like, go to your room. Fucking shut your mouth. <laughs> Stupid writers writing for kids. And you're like, who's, whose fault is this? Um. Anyway, there's a basketball game. Uh, Brad, uh, you know, <laughs> falls into the cheerleader. And they're like, whoa, that's crazy. And her name's Katie. And they have a moment. And right before this, Designated Dave goes over to chat with Yee. Melissa Joan Hart and Alicia, her friend, and basically doing like the the high school courtship steps of, uh, oh, he likes you and he wants to know if you like him back before he asks you out, you know, and that kind of thing. She's like, well, yeah. And then Alicia's like, yeah, well, you tell him that a man, a real man doesn't need an intermediary or something like that. 
Can we? Is it time to talk about Alicia? Because I feel like we have to. Yo, I would spend this entire episode on Alicia. Me so much. I, I fucking hate. She's her. spoken headlines the whole That's goddamn what I movie. Yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I have in my notes. I in my notes it says, "Yo, where is it? Where is it?" I, I thought said, I blacked <laughs> out when they pointed out why. That she would do that. So, like, at some point, she just started speaking to headlines, and I was, I was like, okay, look, I have ADHD. I definitely don't. I'm not good at paying attention. I will be the first to admit that. But I was like, but there's no, there's no way the movie introduced why she speaks in headlines, oh, and so everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like that was oh, here so. We go. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, go Nicole's ahead. Nicole's friend speaks in headlines and it's annoying. That's I have it right here. Guys, oh my god. I feel I, like I'm witnessing a very special moment between two friends right now. Well, that's because it's like exactly <laughs> what we were thinking. We were like, yeah, of course, it's the fucking worst. She's so first of all, we never know who her allegiance is to because she's like she's fucking with Nicole, she's fucking with everybody she's else. A she's a snake, break- bro. She's a yeah. snake. And you know what? Let me hit you with this. Andrina said this. No, wait. Andri- no, she didn't say that. I said it didn't it even then... make sense because she you couldn't even tell who she wanted. She just wanted what other people had. I think she wanted Oh, control, have you not met one of these fun. bitches? <laughs> that's the whole point. Come on. It's to fuck around with it. I so Andrina yeah. pointed yeah, right, out my bad. <laughs> how big her, her forehead is. And I and I pretended so she was like, she's got a really big forehead. And I was like, yeah, and then I went on IMDb trivia pretending to look up trivia, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's crazy! Did you know she got paid double for this movie?" She was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, like one for scale and another for her fucking forehead, bro." <laughs> and and we had a good laugh about it, but now I'm realizing that's just mean. Am I mean? <laughs> she was also in uh Ten Things I Hate About You. As like another villain, as exactly oh, like yeah. she was the one who no, like she spurred... was a nice one, wasn't she, she the was one that Mandela? I don't know which one that is. I thought she was like one of the jeweler company friends that like spurs them on, being like she's trying to not date somebody and he's trying to date somebody. Let's make sure that they go up head to head. Oh yeah, she her. does have a big forehead. Okay, thank you. See, I'm not crazy. That's what's up. Sorry, Susan right. May Pratt. I'm not gonna comment. I commented already. The big come foreheads on. come and so that's not if not having a, a big forehead isn't unattractive. There's a no. lot of sexy big foreheads out there. There's that's a lot right. of there's a lot of five heads that are that are banging. Okay. That, 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 that yeah. That's true. We upgraded from that's big true. forehead to five head. That feels disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> we are halfway through page one of my notes. Um, okay, all right, all right, all right. We'll okay. hit, we're raining, we're raining. So, so basically, after this whole courtship thing that 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 goes awry because Brad falls onto the cheerleader, we hear back from mm. Dave, uh, and and turns out Brad is going to ask out Katie, and Melissa Joan Hart fires off the slut who pretended she couldn't get out of his way, and I'm like, whoa, right. girl. It's right. Listen, it's high school. You don't know better. You're mm-hmm. gonna slut shame because that's what the yes. patriarchy has told you to do. Ninety nine facts. facts. Now, facts. Uh, this is when and Andrina also because she was a slut. 
she'd be I'm fucking. Kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. And Andrina very, very, very sarcastically at this point was like, the stakes in this movie are just so, so high. And it's perfect. I I I love that yeah. the stakes are treated with such intensity when they are truly nothing. Um, mm-hmm. they yeah, this so was they, even like it wasn't even like oh they dated and became boyfriend and girlfriend. It wasn't no. even that. It was just a date to a dance. That's it, and they kind of liked each other. But also, this anyway, is high which school, I, so I honestly like because yeah. she even presents it like her character is very much like oh I don't care about that. Social no, status. wait a minute. Like, who's he taking to the dance? Like, she doesn't give yeah. a fuck about this man, and I kind of like that. Like, I like that vibe. I agree. That she's like not that getting she her heart broken, that this is a calculated move. She's out here making moves. Okay, that's her whole point. That's how she's, the driving force of this movie. She's the blonde girl from John Tucker Must Die. She's the one that, that also was in the news crew uh, interviewing uh, John the Tucker. The big forehead girl? God, what is with it with the foreheads? She's well, just you tall. started it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I am you acting. Started all it. Yeah, <laughs> I you did. did. I totally did. Okay, so anyway, um, I like that she is kind of like a goal oriented in this way, but then they cut to a party where she goes, "Never have I ever." They have this "Never have I ever" game where she's oh, just drinking at just, everything. They just railed on her. Doing They're like, "Never have she... I ever kissed Chase, whatever his last name is, in the fifth grade," and she's like. Oh, that's me. It's like never have I ever blah, blah, blah. And then like they're all like and she just keeps going and she's like, got to go. And they call designated Dave for her. Who's riding with her? No, she got rescued by one of by uh, by somebody because they were like, all right, that's enough. And then puts her in designated Dave's car. Exactly. Alicia sends her home in designated Dave's car. And it's chase and ray and dave and she's like well whatever i gotta find a date to this thing so bring on the frogs and there's chase and he goes ribbit and i thought wow we we love a quippy teen don't we yeah um man alicia just fucking sucked the whole time didn't she um well yeah also she's supposed to suck everybody has that high school friend that sucks and you don't realize they suck like how because even her justification of like Melissa Joan Hart's justification of this woman is like, listen, like when when women fight, it's like art, like we're bitchy, like we, yeah. you know what I mean? And she's, she's just an, an artist. artist. She's very good at this. And yeah. it's like we always in high school, especially a lot of women, I feel like we have we always have that friend that's like really bitchy would throw you under the bus in a fucking second but you're like but they're my friend <laughs> it's just yeah. kind of what happens and then you leave high school and then you never talk to that person again mm-hmm. but as it was happening you were like but yeah like obviously they have to be around yeah and then like you come back home from college or i know y'all say university because y'all are weird but like you'll come home from college and then you'll be like oh like we're both in town let's hang out and then you hang out and you're like why the Fuck was I this person's friends for so goddamn long. I don't mm-hmm. enjoy their company. Not like it's all. it was very weird because like when she pulls her out of the party for clearly like, hey, they're like teaming up on you to get yeah. you drunk. I was like, oh, she's a good friend. But then over the course of the movie, I'm like, is she her friend? Like, I no. can't. I could not nah, like no. th- how destructive she, she was. She, it made no sense. She is a cat playing with her food, dude. She is. 100%. A, That's a yeah. great description. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. 
So Nicole gets home drunk after being driven home by uh, Dave and Chase and Ray and something. And uh, they they are also in the car with Brad. And she's telling Brad off like, hey, man, would it have killed you to just like fucking take me to the goddamn dance? He's like, whatever. I'm in love with Katie. And he's like, she's like, love. Mm-hmm. OK, sure. You don't know what love is. And then Chase is just like, blah, blah, blah. You don't blah. know what love is. You're a high schooler. Yeah, dude. It, whatever, man. It's crazy. They get her home. She gets home. She's drunk. She pulls out a yearbook and starts crossing people's faces out in your yearbook. Just like wrecking it for good. You're going to try to get people yeah. to sign it later. You know that, right? Like they're going to like look at oh, it. And be I like, didn't even think about Yo, that. Why am I crossed out? And it just feels like such spoiled <laughs> kid behavior. It totally feels like, oh, OK, I'm going to open this up and now go shopping for all the guys and cross them out. This one's off limits. Ugh, fuck this guy. And then she calls Chase. And, you know, this is like an interesting, it's an interesting spin on the popular girl in the high school rom-com where she's like, you know, she's type A, very much like, now she's going to be the one that's making over the guy. And I think that's great. And she is on the phone with Adrian Grenier, and she's like, look, take me to this dance. I think it'll be good for both of us. Like I, I will save face from my failure of being single and you will make your ex jealous. And he's like, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. And she hangs up the phone and just drops it out the window and is like, all right. And that's it. And I thought that was fucking hilarious. That was so funny. I love that. I love that too. (laughs) Um, now, the thing that I have here is um, I don't understand Chase's character because he's lying down upside down on the bed with his feet on his pillow and get your shoes off your pillow, buddy. In the house, you're wearing <laughs> shoes. First of all, wearing shoes in the house and, and they're on your pillow. Well, Very American. Psych- yeah. It's extremely American. Well, hold on, hold on. Not, not it's very States. American. Americans are ashamed of their feet, as we all know. They're oh, oh they're about fucking. not wanting to wear shoes in bed. No, no, but about no one I know in America wears shoes in bed. No, wear shoes indoors. Yeah, you wear them wearing in the house. shoes indoors is is. Oh, uh, okay. If Man, I came over to right. your apartment, bro, I'm kicking my shoes off at the door. No, I'm a shoes off household. I've always yeah. been a shoes off household. I, My mom. That's because you grew up in swamp country. And at first, I was about to say, like, well, I feel like in America, anyone with melanin grew up in a shoes off household. Yeah, yeah. The whites, it's 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 like fifty. The 50. whites, Jesus, that sounded uh, funny. Yeah. It's always the whites, you know. The whites. It, it's 50 50 with the white. So I, no, I don't even absolutely. I don't even feel like it's a white thing. I think I'll tell just... you where the divide is. It's around the middle of the states where they stop getting snow so much or rain so much. That's where yeah. it stops. And also some places they don't just they just don't give a shit about their homes. I'll tell you that much. People track mud and yeah. they fucking I don't suck. think there's That's an gross. attribute to who's a shoes on kind of house. I think it's just you were that family who just yeah, didn't give I... a fuck. All I know is that people who grew up around Chicago, they know to take the boot, the, their shoes off. At yeah. The door. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. You take your shoes off. But this kid, obviously, this is like L.A. or something. They talk about the East Coast, like going to school elsewhere and being like, well, you're going to leave the, the West Coast or whatever. So I feel like this has to be like California. Um, and it was shot in Utah. 
it was shot in Utah. But point is, there's a reason this kid is like wearing his shoes indoors, and that's because he's not in a climate where like things change very much. It's just dirt or whatever. And he's like, fucking fine. I love breathing that shit in when I'm sleeping on my pillows. Now, the scene I really want to talk about right now is a scene where he sneaks into a room in the morning and she reacts to it in no way. And she's also still wearing a bra to bed. You're wearing your bra yeah. to bed. That feels like why that, would you? There be we the go. That's the movie. That's the movie trope where uh, women wake up wearing bras. Nope. Every no every way. girlfriend I've had where we've stayed the night together. N- nothing covering the titties. Just open air titties at best a t-shirt but open the titties are titties. out but those titties are open and in the air open air titties. the air the air is touching areola there is nothing covering the titties and that's the big that's a big movie Ugh. movie thing that i'm like that's not how yeah. women sleep okay or at least the women that i have come across yo they, how badly do you need melissa joan hart in a bra in this i'm not saying just, like, i want her t-shirt. titties to be out no, not, i don't want her titties out either this is just a fucking I'm teenage just saying, movie i was just going back to the movie things of like that's no, not I how know. the real world works but i understand we can't and just have people it. showing titties in movies uh like that that often so it's like, i know okay. you promise to do it in adhd fashion but you did it on on topic so i appreciate that <laughs> which it. is you nailed it but the point is look how bad did this movie need the shot of melissa joan hart in a bra waking up from bed when like you probably just put on a t-shirt before sleeping like also you're not going to react to the fact that your next door neighbor is in your room right now that i honestly i didn't even notice that she was wearing a bra because i was so blown away from the fact that this guy fucking ninja infiltrated this girl's bedroom and then she woke up and reacted with the same level of heartbeat change as if her mother walked into her room like there was no like as if she was a like I was surprised when she woke up and saw him and how calm she was. I was yeah. expecting her to be like, "I've gathered here you here today for a reason." Like it was just like, "Oh, you thanks got for my waiting out- for me." Yeah, thanks for you got my for invite on Outlook. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for coming over. And it's just not phased at all. Nothing. That was so wild to me. Insane. So he sneaks in. That's crazy. Then they do the whole makeover thing for him because she's going to make her his ex jealous and she's going to make Brad jealous. And that's the whole plan is that they're going to start kind of like seeing each other, dating each other and being each other's date to this thing. And he looks like a greaser in the 50s, which is insane. Like he gets that leather jacket. The makeover is like, hey, let's go to the sock hop doll. And it's just like, what the fuck? Whose idea was that? And um. He already looked like '90s handsome, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't. He just like, wore T-shirts with biohazard on them. Well, because usually when they yeah. do this, the girl is making over the guy to make him quote unquote hotter. It's usually because the dude is dressed musty, and like Adrian is dressed average. So like, mm-hmm. it Get was down. just it wasn't even like that drastic. Polo. Of a of a makeover, it was just like okay, you got him a nicer jacket, and then you got his hair done, which I did like what he what they did with his hair. I, I mean, personally yeah, thought his look, hair he looked, looked better, good, but... but I was just like, okay, this is this is a crazy makeover, 
And it's all worth it because when he gets to school and everybody's clowning on him, his friends are like, oh, Mr. Makeover, huh? <laughs> Weirdo. And Allie Larder shows up and she's like, wow, you clean up nice. He's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, well, maybe I was right to call you a poser or whatever. And she walks off and she oh, drops no, her backpack. Because he was then... like, "We, you have to take it to extremes. Right, right, right. And then she's like, uh, she like played off of that line of like, you call this extreme. Oh, yeah, which yeah. to go back when they were in the bedroom. This was like the first time that I've seen in a movie where they're like, hey, we're going to fake being together. Uh-huh. So then people believe that we're an item. This was the first time where I finally saw a character be like, OK. We got to make people believe this. So we're, we got to do some kissing. We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah. Like it was because like I, as a kid, I for some reason thought, oh, this is a scenario that I will likely be in where me and a platonic <laughs> friend are going to have to make people believe that we're dating. So uh-huh. <laughs> I would mentally prep like I would be the guy of like, oh, well, girl, if you want to pretend that we're an item, we got let's agree on what we can and can't do so then that way to make this believable because i don't want to just do what they do in the movies and go go in for a kiss to make it seem like we're dating you're like hold up we didn't agree to that so i actually appreciated that in this movie this girl's like i if we gotta do this we gotta we gotta make sure people believe us we gotta go to the extremes which was like weird wording of like okay girl you're making it sound like we got a fucking four period like you could just say hey we got to <laughs> hold hands hold on a second I need, I need a sec i need a sec hold on a second here i'm just gonna ask rebecca rebecca are we about mm. to gloss over the fact that chris thought that he would be in this situation <laughs> I, mean, I mean yeah i was gonna kind of allow it but... uh, uh, i feel like i feel like we yeah, should it's kind we should of fucking gloss crazy over. it is kind of nuts okay let's gloss over it we're glossing fuck so, so we're, yeah, glossing? we're glossing we're glossing okay we're glossing we're okay glossing. so chris we're glazing. i do we're appreciate glossing. that we had that conversation i like that too <laughs> no comment <laughs> I never said I was a smart kid. No, in fact, you said quite the opposite. You have you've proven it again. That was great. Oh man. So what else happened on 9-11? Oh God. What else is in the news? Um so yeah, so- she shows up and she criticizes him for the makeover. Yeah, but then the best part is Ali Larder's walking away. She drops her backpack and has to pick it up and continues going. Like that, yeah, that wasn't was just that wasn't supposed to be how it goes. They just like that take. And it's like, hell yeah. I like when that shit happens. <laughs> yeah, let's make this woman look awkward as fuck. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then they have like this the news team and Ray is like, Hey, I know you're kind of like dolling up chase to get back at his ex and and go to this thing but you know if you two don't work out maybe we could go to the centennial event together and raise the camera guy for the news team so he spends all his time looking right at nicole he's developed Ooh, a bit Ray of a crush looked on so her. much like dave it was hard for me to tell i agree who liked melissa i Joan agree Hart. yeah they both they both look very similar they I, both look- I, 
Go ahead. They're literally so different in my head. <laughs> They're just so different. <laughs> I literally can't believe you guys think this is the same. I'm like, one of them is like at least a foot taller than the other one. Like Ray is yeah, at least a foot taller than I, Dave. I'm a, but that's I'm only because Dave a is slouching. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. He's I about was, to say something and about I watched white this movie completely He's about to be sober. Like white people, by the way. But I watched like it took me ten seconds for my mind to realize there was two different people because my brain for ten <laughs> seconds was like, "Wow, I didn't know green screen uh, technology was that good." Where the same actor played two different roles, <laughs> 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 like a real uh, Lindsay Lohan parent trap scenario kind of thing. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh, these are two different whites." Okay, all right, my bad. These are two different whites. Um, I would love you to say that to two people that are disagreeing. Just be like, wow, you're really two different whites. <laughs> like, that would literally be so fucking I just thought y'all all felt the same way. I didn't know y'all were different yeah, about like, stuff. Wow. You're really two different whites. Mm. This reminds me of a joke. <laughs> this reminds me of a joke that I'm afraid to do when because I'm going to Florida and I'm going to Gainesville yeah, in October yeah. for a punk festival where there's stand up comedy and I'm performing there. But I'm also there to watch oh, all cool. these bands and I love these bands and stuff. But you know who else loves a lot of punk and, and stuff that we like, despite the bands just outwardly hating them is Proud Boys. Like a lot of racist pieces of shit are into music that oh, I like. I and they're okay, show yeah. up to these punk venues, and despite the, the the bands being like, "Yo, fuck bigotry and all that stuff," these guys would be like, "Yeah, sure, uh, I love the music though. Don't worry about it." And so I'm wondering, like, I'm probably gonna spot a Proud Boy, and part of me is so tempted to just go over there and be like, "Uh, so uh, you're Proud Boy, right?" And they'll be like, "Yeah," and I'll be like. So we're the superior race, right? Okay, dap it up, dap it up. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Dap it up, dap well, it up. Well, well, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If we're the superior race, how come I always want to kill myself then? Huh? All right, dab it up, dab it up. Hit me up. Dab it up, dab it up, I love that. Hey, what's up? I, we're a superior race. Dab it up, dab it up. <laughs> I just think it's so funny to go up to them and be like, what? You, your suicidal thoughts are just nothing to you? Like, you fucking idiots. Well, how are like, you this? I, I think it's like Sam J has the joke where it's just like, how, how can you be the superior race when the thing that gives everyone life is your weakness? Yeah. Talking about the That's sun. a good joke. I love that joke. Oh, nice. Hodo's got that. Uh, Hodo's got that joke about a sunburn is the sun reminding you white people that you're not from here either. <laughs> Go back to where you came from. England. It's cloudy there for a reason, motherfucker. Hodo Hersey, very funny. Check her out. H-O-O-D-O. -O. Um, all right. So, okay, check this shit out. We got so much left. Um, they go to the basketball game and uh, Chase is not into the game. And for some reason, somebody's dance troupe, like the dance troupe that happens at the ba basketball game is so high school. I forgot we were watching a high school movie. It was so bad. I was like, yo, whose daughter convinced their dad to let them do this? But I'm like, no, that's probably the most authentic piece of this. Yes, like, I think that's mm -hmm. essential. It's essential. It reminds you you're in a high school setting. Right. Yeah. But it took me out of the movie because everything else feels very like older. Like I'm like. 
okay so we're gonna we're about to have like this bring it on style kind of like back flipping kind of cheerlead shit and then no it's just a once dance again like four bare minimum feet. exposition they just wanted you to know mm. that this school had dancers yeah. and that was it anyway so they're at this they're at this basketball game and and nicole is kind of like can you turn it up a notch and like pretend to be into this do you want to sell this to people or not mm. and he goes to get a drink and comes back with like four friggin uh high school sports jocks and he's like well, hey, uh, Hambone, why don't you tell this guy? Because his name's like Chase Hammond or something. <laughs> Hambone, why don't you tell this guy what you think about the basketball guy thing? He's like, that guy couldn't fucking basketball to save his ass with the ball dribbles. And he's like, see, that's what I'd be telling him. <laughs> and they're like, Hambone, Hambone, Hambone. And Melissa Joan Hart is impressed. Oh, she's hey, like, you know he's what a makes chameleon? me angry? I wish guys becoming friends. I wish that was an exaggeration. It really oh, is. It, is not. it really it is, not. is that <laughs> level. Do you know how many times I've been out and about and I've seen a, a tool? I'm like, this guy looks like a fucking idiot. And then yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like, I overhear him talking about the like the Eagles, LeBron. And I'm like, uh, oh shit, you watch basketball too? And then we just, like, I'm like, oh, that guy actually was kind of cool. We're friends now. You were, it's... you were in his wedding party. You were in usher at his wedding. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm the godfather of his son now. That's wild, yeah. And that's how you met Mark. Uh, but that's like, it's very funny that that's all it takes. But there, he's really hamming it up, and he's like. He's just good at it. He's good at assimilating. He is putting in the effort. The kind, and it's still in the vein of like, I'm gonna make Ali Larder jealous. And um, you know, somebody then is like, you know, somebody's like, hey, so you and Chase are an item now? And she's like, what? No. And you're like, hey, isn't that the plan? Yeah, isn't that plan? was weird. Yeah. But we get this moment where Dave is wiping the court like that's a real job in basketball. Somebody falls over and it's up to him to go towel it down for way too long in the middle of the game while there's still people like on the court just so he could get that angle to watch Chase and Nicole canoodling. I don't know. I say canoodling. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway, so... uh she's mad at her dad yada yada he's like come with me to this big air uh hot air balloon festival thing it's a once in a lifetime trip and she's like uh no i'm in charge of the centennial event and he's like well i yeah. didn't know Stephen like, collins yeah. playing a dick <laughs> surprise surprise <laughs> wow, i don't even know what else he's in. he's probably seventh heaven is is the, the yeah, only he is thing well he really heaven. dropped off because people found out he was a pedophile but Oh, the pedophile oh. guy! Oh, oh, oh! Okay, right? didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah, looking at it now. Yeah, he's oh they're yeah, he's looking like, at it now. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like Not, hello pedophile. He yeah, should have been and never been kissed. <laughs> yeah, he would have been great and never been kissed. Um. Wow. Okay. That would have so, been two on the nose. You know what? So yeah, there, there really, so, yeah. there really is nothing sacred when watching anything from twenty years ago, huh? It's just uh, no matter what, you're going to be watching a pedophile somehow. That's insane. Yay. Fucking. Anyway, I didn't I didn't like that. She was like uh, the centennial thing that I'm in charge of. And he was like, oh, whoops, I didn't know about that. And she's like, "Uh, yeah, maybe you'd know about it. It's like your mom doesn't even know about it. I don't know. You don't seem to be talking to anybody. <laughs> I also for down. a second believe that he 
he did the whole I'm going out for a pack of smokes and abandon his family in a, to hot, be air a hot air balloon person. <laughs> but he cheated on mom. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, I um, missed that. But I really wanted to live you know, in reality. All those hot air bitches. Yeah, <laughs> the groupies. It was irresistible. So, there were so many women around the circuit, you know? So here's here's what happens is before they go to this basketball game, Ray shows Nicole a video of the Electrocutes, which is just the Donnas. And they are playing music mm-hmm. and they fucking rip. And she's like, you made this? He's like, yeah, I did this. They, so he did their music video and it looks rad as hell. Ray seems cool. As it does fuck. look rad as hell. You know, yes, so, he does. Ray does the video for the Donnas for the Electrocutes. And then she's like, Ray's the guy who like at the high school reunion, reunion. you're like, oh, you're like, uh, you're like the next uh, fucking. We didn't pay it's attention like, to you, but you got you. You have like the most fulfilling career and it's. Cool yeah, like yeah. a dude who you're like, oh, you left the hometown and never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And he'll show up for the reunion because it's around Christmas or some shit. Because like, he's just trying to flex on everybody. Honestly, but so and I don't even think that's him. You know what I mean? I don't feel like he's got that in him. I think he's like Ray is one of these characters that I'm like, that's no, nah, he's going to go to Hollywood, end up being like a big uh, like Spike Jones kind of dude. And he's going to get corrupted not, by the industry. He's not Ryan he's, Reynolds. And he's going to get friends. really he's going to get really into cocaine and just he's not going to be the same dude. He's no, I believe. Dude. No, I believe in in in, in Ray. Um, anyway, so the basketball game happens. This is after the basketball game. They go to this like outside diner and hang out with the rest of the basketball jocks and um and uh and they making fun of dave this is where he defends dave and nicole's like okay you know what i like i did one thing for you like you did these things for me like what's something i can do for you he's like well we can go anywhere now she's like yeah and he goes to the electrocute show with them because ray and dave earlier made fun of him for not being able to go to that game that show because of the game you know what and shout out to this movie where it could have because it ages well because multiple times when they had that combo it's like well what's in it for me i'm expecting it to be like okay this sounds like it's going to get sexual and he's yeah. just like mm-hmm. what's in it for me and then it, it, it like the tr- scene transitions you're like oh no like is she gonna get coerced into something and it's just like mm-hmm. no i just want you to go to this music venue that i wanted I to like. see this band <laughs> yeah and it's just like okay you know what shout out shout out 90s I, yeah. you for one second didn't get weird with it you just yeah i you went to this, this music movie. venue where high schoolers are at yeah. and drinking i think i don't know yeah. but so yeah. i so there so that's the other thing is these high school kids are clearly getting drunk which is like why yeah. not make it college uh, you know, so anyway, oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, they're at the concert and it's awesome. Everybody's having a good time. Ray and, and Nicole are dancing and Chase is like, you know what? I kind of like that. She's dancing fucking poorly and fun. And she's letting it loose. And so he goes to dance with her and Ray's like, yeah, this is cool. Whatever. Like, I clearly have a crush on her, but you're actually going to be with her. And then um, they go See, to the that's bar. What I, that that whole moment, I thought the movie was going to lead to in the end. Like a conversation. Adrian realizes, like, oh, you're so much more compatible with right. this dude than me. I like, thought I thought too. it was going to go that direction. And because, like, then there's like a part where some girl flirts with Adrian and they seem yeah. to hit it off. So I thought it was going to be like they were going to do this and end up finding new people that were more meant for them. Because, like, him and Divine seemed mm. to hit it up when they went to the lake or that fucking river together. Well, so he and Divine weren't 
weren't getting along in a way that they would be like dating each other. It's kind of like they both understand what it's like to not be in the popular circle and to kind oh, of just yeah. become part of it mm-hmm. because D D was fat and she is not fat and she got real cute and thin. And so now she's Miss Popular and she's Miss Time Zone on the she's a news anchor. And so she was like, you know, my last name is Vine. It didn't take long for them to call me Bo Vine. You know, that's why he was like, I thought your name was Bo. It's like, it's D. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, that's why I changed it to D. When D stuck, it's it was good for me, you know. So like they got they got along because they were both outcasts. Oh, Bovine together. means cattle. There we go. You <laughs> looking that up on the dictionary site? Or... <laughs> okay. I just saw. That I just saw. A, that was not a bit. <laughs> I legit didn't know. I saw your screen, dude. I your glasses are giving you away. <laughs> Listen, you know when I'm googling. <laughs> I know when you're googling because you're quiet for a second. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, we're we're at the concert, and then uh, Adrian Grenier Chase is going to the bar, and he's gonna get a drink. And who does he bump into? But Allie Larder, and she's like, "Oh, they still let you in here, looking like that." And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I like this place. I come here a lot." It's like, "Well, you used to." And out comes Alf Guy, the guy I thought was gonna do poetry and instead was the guy against uh, uh testing on animals and they're you know he's hanging off of her and they're like well uh, you know uh clearly we're in the better place and then comes nicole and she ignores them just comes in and gives chase a big old fucking smooch and they're kissing and then she's like oh hey how's it going and that's that and i thought that's the move she knows what's up uh but yeah that was a good out- move Making front, making out in front of your ex is wild, um, mm. but it's extremely high school, and that's it. Also, it is. this movie glosses over the whole she's a high schooler dating a college student. You mean Allie Larder, like the ex? Yeah, Dulce. Her name is I'm remembering Dulce's Dulce. Da- Dulce's dating mm-hmm. a college student, which I understand. That's in so many. That's such a trope of like. The high school senior dating yeah. the, the college, which is still like, like no, she's I eight, like even if she's eighteen, bro, like why are you hanging? Like why? Are, when I was in college, 19, I didn't want to be guess. anything near a high schooler, let yeah. alone bro. When I was sixteen, I dated a twenty-year-old, and now I'm like, oh, oh my why? god! <laughs> so when we were doing Never Been Kissed, our guest Lindsay also Lindsay, said that uh, was like, yeah, I dated multiple men when I was like a teenager who were in their 20s yeah and then mike and i like almost synchronized went yeah like like, like tilted our heads <laughs> to the yeah. side and she's like no no it's fine like it wasn't yeah, yeah. she was like oh oh it wasn't like assault it was like i i i just dated older young. men and we were yeah. like there's a word for that it's called it's statutory yeah. um <laughs> so uh drama they, drama uh and then we get back to school and then there's these two girls that are doing a survey and they ask chase a question and he goes what's your perfect date and he talks about he goes on and on listing a bunch of qualities and it's so long that he's still talking while nicole has time from the courtyard to stare up at him and kind of just zone out while she's in the meeting middle of a meeting to finance the uh 
centennial event. And um, it's so out of character. She's so, so off kilter. She doesn't, she's not paying attention. That's so not like her. Oh, she must really <laughs> like this guy. Yeah. And then the survey girls are just like, okay, thanks. And they walk away. Don't ask Dave or Ray who are right there anything. They don't ask anybody else in that stairwell. No. They are just there to talk to Chase. They could have been like, we're doing a profile on new popular guy. And he's like, sick. You know? <laughs> Instead, they were like, we're going to cover it on our news up. channel tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And the, and that's when that's when I was like the shorter girl on the on, on the left was way into him. And I thought that that might have come back because of the Ray and Nicole thing. But we didn't get that, mm. you know, at the end. Um, then they're out on the river and the guys are up on the on the ledge. And Eddie is talking like women. You got to treat them. All you got to do is be sweet a little bit. And they'll you'll, they'll, you'll let you get in their pants or whatever. And then Chase uh, digs on him real quick. And uh, the girls are all on tubes in the middle of the uh, river and just kind of floating there and talking guys and, you know, oh, boy, this, this yeah. and that. And one um, of them was like, yo, give us the tea. Have y'all fucked yet? And she's like, <laughs> um, I don't even drink tea, uh, whatever. Um, but that's when we get the conversation between Divine, a.k.a. Bovine, a.k.a. Uh, G- uh, well, I'm not going to say that name yet. But um, so uh, Miss Time Zone and Chase being outcasts and, you know, so there's another party and Alicia is breaking up Brad and Katie. Uh, she's like or or rather, I think on the tube, she's like, hey, uh, it's a shame about Brad because he's so fucking weird. Right. His parents are doomsday preppers. And, um, you know, uh, anyway, it, it was a whole weird thing. We get the chemistry class where nothing is being measured, but they keep pouring stuff into a beaker. And that's where we get the testing on animals conversation between Nicole and Allie Larder. And that's where I said Alicia must have gotten paid double for her and her forehead. I wrote it down. Good for me. And then I wrote, why is this movie called Drive Me Crazy? <laughs> because there's nothing about it. And then you found out. Then, yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> Shout out to Britney Spears. <laughs> she, yeah. she listens. Um, yeah, Alicia, what's her motive? And it turns out her motive is just being a piece of shit. She's just like she wants to feel something yeah. and that feeling is control, you know. Um, and I think 90 movies require us. They need us to not ask so many questions because the moment we ask oh, questions, course. everything's Turn so your brain big. off. Yeah. What are you doing? Ew. Yeah. Are you then, thinking during this movie? Oh, ew, how dare ew, you? stop. How dare you? Um, <laughs> it's disgusting. Stop it's, yourself. It's a real shut up and eat your food kind of yeah. energy with, yeah. with this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. And I'm yeah. into it. You know what, though? Something that we kind of sidetracked on was that throughout the movie, Dave is talking to his friends about uh, being meeting a girl mm. online who thinks he's cool named Daughter Judy. And he's designated Dave and Daughter Judy. He's not designated dave but he's just like a guy he doesn't have a, mm-hmm. a name that gives him away and uh daughter judy is someone that he meets online and they're talking about how funny and sweet he is and i we're all rooting for that to happen for dave but it's online and we think oh it's a catfish thing probably mm-hmm. and um you know dave gets called over for a safe ride to pick up eddie who's drunk and d who is not who called him and said you know we got to get you home and he's getting really handsy with her in the back seat, and um, 
you know, calls her a once fat bitch, once (laughs) fat bitch, which is a crazy thing to say. And Eddie goes off on D and Dave pulls over and says, all right, get out of the car. You're not getting a ride. He's punches and kicks. Shout out to designated Dave for standing up for a woman who was about to get assaulted. Shout out to Dave. But but. Have a better game plan, bro. All you did was pull him out of the car I think, and no, then immediately man. exposed your back. That's the thing. No. It's just impulse. He was doing he was doing it because it was the right thing and he felt no, 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 I know no. he, he didn't did have the, the right, right plan. Thing. I'm just saying, bro, you gotta of you course. gotta re- you gotta have fo- you gotta have follow up. And I said to my TV, I was like, girl, do something. And then at first she didn't, but then she pulled out the pepper spray, and I was like, "Let's fucking go!" Oh yeah, I was. Re- I was. I really liked that scene because I thought it was really cute because it was the dude doing the right thing in that moment, and re- and I got worried it was just going to get him getting beat up, and then yeah. this girl was like, "I got a burner in my purse," so then yeah. she pulled out the pepper spray, and then I was oh, like, God "Leave his ass. his ass on the side of the road," yeah. and they did, and, and they then. Did. uh yeah, I have nothing else. And so I he just, drove I her home. That scene. I yeah. like that scene too. It was it was like after a conversation that because Dave had to pick up Chase because uh, Chase got drunk at a party and vomited outside, and it's the one where he saw Melissa Joan Hart talking to Brad because Alicia is orchestrating their breakup and making sure that she gets Brad to talk to uh, Nicole and being like, "See, they're meant to be together. Your job is done. You did it." And then you know she kisses chase in i saw in eyeline of of nicole and to make to hurt her and all that stuff and so he's drunk she's broken them up and um chase ends up vomiting and getting sent home in a safe ride and dave you know uh drives him home and is like look you're not even like pretending anymore you're one of them it's like when uh it's when lizzie kaplan calls uh katie heron a plastic you know uh in mean girls like you're one of them you're yeah. not even pretending anymore and mm-hmm. he's like well dave it doesn't sound like you're you really hate them it sounds like you're just jealous and like you know what you know your way in with these people is to tell them to fuck off and that's what motivates dave to fucking you know go for eddie's throat man like you know he should have and i think like obviously eddie was out of pocket and like you're gonna want to stand up then but like i think this was like a moment where it's like yo fuck this guy fuck this you know and um, I thought, yeah, that that the the sequence there was really good. Um, I like that Ray replaced the broadcast tape, and I didn't know what to expect, but I did like yeah. that the meeting that they had before while he was switching out the tape was like, okay, so we can't do the Thursday, so we're gonna move that to Friday. But and they're all like, okay, okay, but instead of eight o'clock, we're gonna be moving it to eight o five, and somebody oh, goes eight o five. And I thought that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. You just got so moved funny. an entire day, but the shocker yeah. is five minutes. I, 805. 805. <laughs> yeah, that then was my next, funny to me. My next note is uh, Brad's face makes me uneasy. At least this is so much better than never been kissed. <laughs> oh, Mike God. hated I did not like Never Been Kissed. kissed. I did not. We covered it it on our podcast, and I was like, yeah, this is the worst. This has not held up. You can't watch it. You can't watch it anymore. And not to mention, like, two weeks later or, like, a week later, Drew Barrymore scabbing. So it's like, all right, everybody sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She got desperate enough to ask Ray to the Centennial (laughs) is basically how they put it. 
Um, and Ray mm. comes in with his hair all flied up like he's Roman Danilo from Comedy Inc. Shout out to Canadians, huh? Canadian comedy. You remember Roman Danilo? No, neither does a lot of people. Yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> but you should look him up. You'll be like, that's who he looks like. Wait, I didn't know about this other guy before either. Point is, look up Roman <laughs> Danilo. You'll be like, this guy looks a lot like him. Um, and uh, he looks like he's got like a flock of seagulls kind of hair thing. And we get Dave showing up to um, daughter Judy's house and being like, whoa, you, you know, it's like surprise. That's his date. And um, a yeah. So so we get these kids. They, they show up to the centennial event. Her dad, Nicole's dad shows up instead of going on the once in a lifetime Reno, Nevada, uh, hot air balloon thing. And that's like, hey, my priorities are with you, kid. And she's like, great. I'm glad you showed up. Um, then they go to the Mr. and Miss Time Zone, uh, you know, basically because it can't be. It's not a prom. It's a centennial event, but they still got a crown, a king and queen. And so they get yeah. they get Brad and his date to come down. And it's Alicia. He's out there with Alicia. The plan all along was for her to have the guy. And who comes down with Divine? Oh, that's right. It's Dave because D is Judy, daughter Judy, and they are together. And I called that shit immediately. Oh my god, Good. did I ever call this no, shit? No, I like. Mm, I love when it's expected. Yum yum yum. Uh, okay, don't change it. I don't want to. Don't don't warp my brain. Let me yeah. let the yeah. thing I think is gonna happen happen. Yeah. Let this, this happen. whole movie. You've asked me to not think. So don't yeah. don't throw this twist at me at the last. Yeah, second. don't start now. Yeah, so, <laughs> do the Judy, expected. I want the expected. Yes. So Judy Vine and Designated Dave are at this <laughs> this centennial prom thing, and that's who they've been talking to on the internet. And it does feel very nice. And I hope that after the movies events, they're still together. I think it's really cute. Uh, that's when they do. <laughs> Don't judge me. I really love that stuff. It's so fun. Yeah, me too. It's that's the most fun part. That's why rom coms are yeah. fun. You want to hope that they still go after. Mm. In they fact, I, I, would say, I would say what, there's a lot of rom coms where the side characters who fall in love are a much better love story than the actual love story. One hundred percent. That's oh, yeah. fair. Usually yeah. healthier. There's not a lot of like kerfuffle mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. hijinks. Yeah, um, they unveil this sculpture and it's so bad. The sculpture they unveil is just unimpressive and very sad to me. <laughs> yeah, and that and down slides Chase Hambone. That shit. That, I'm so glad it's you Hambone, said that. Hambone, baby. Because yeah. I legit said to my TV, I was like, "That's it." <laughs> yeah, dude, that's it. So Hambone slides down this sculpture because he's like in a suit. He's like, "Hey," somehow he hid under the sculptures tarp and waited for a reveal yep. and mm-hmm. there he Which goes begs the question how early did he get under that tarp so was he just <laughs> chilling the whole goddamn time or did he yeah. hear that the show was so starting funny. and he was like oh fuck okay hold on let me climb oh, up fuck. like hold on let me what's what's a so, good and then he just yeah. hoped that it wasn't gonna wait that long like and the reason yeah. why i call bushkis we've all been there where uh-huh. we were at a show and we were about to go mm. up and we're like, shit, I have to pee. And it's just yeah. like, okay, hold on. This person's on stage. I don't know how long they've been. Yeah. Have they gotten the light? Like, I should pee right now. Like, yeah. I should go pee. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. no, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Then it's eight minutes and, and I get off stage and I can go. And that's the longest eight minutes of your goddamn life. Yeah. 
I feel like that was him as like, okay, they're gonna about the. I should just, but I should just go hours. up there now. And he's just sitting there yeah. like, well, I can't go down <laughs> now. Like if Yo. I go down now, they're probably gonna call it up, and it's, I ruined the moment. Yeah, no so. show My, ever starts yeah. on time either. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, even if yeah. they told them eight, like there's no fucking way. <laughs> My guy pissed on the sculpture. That's what I'm thinking. He whipped his dick yeah. out and pissed on the sculpture and hoped nobody unveiled him first. Um, he slides down the sculpture and bumps into his dad and his dad's like, hey, what are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? Uh, nothing. We're good. We're cool. It's like, what's his dad's fucking deal? Yeah, I that was weird. It. Instead um, of being like, oh, I'm here to support you, my son, at your school dance. He's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 I wasn't. Oh, you're here. I didn't know you were going to be here. I, I didn't think you were going to be here. I thought uh, maybe you wouldn't be here. Whoopsie. And then. We get to Chase and Nicole on the dance floor and he she goes, so who are we making jealous now? And he says, everyone. And I was like, stop it. Stop. stop. It's so cute. Shut up. And then I noticed that (laughs) they were. You shut up. And then I noticed that they were on the Jumbostron screen. Like there was a camera on them at the event and they're on the jumbotron screen at this event and it's like whose cameras on them <laughs> who, who's got a camera on these guys stop, bro stop they had a thinking, sixteen thousand dollar budget yeah, stop okay. thinking stop thinking stop thinking you're right <laughs> stop thinking so, so okay, you're working he, too hard so you think okay that's the end of the movie but no they go back home. They walk each other to he. She walks this is him. My favorite part. I love. She this. walks him to his door, and he says, "I've never been, I've never been walked home before." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "So I guess you get to be the guy tonight." And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "I guess I'll be the girl." And she's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Put like moves uh, his I hair back this. behind his ear." I thought this ear. was cute. And he I goes, "I thought this was I, cute." I had a really nice time tonight, or whatever. And then they just smooch to like the swooping orchestral music of romance. Like I love every it. song in this movie is like a punk band or something. There's no other song like this. And there's an orchestra behind this string mm. situation. And they are smooching hard in front of his door. And who opens the door? But both their parents, his dad, her mom. Her mom's buttoning up her shirt. She's like, oh, uh, what? Oh. And they're like, oh, weird. What's going on? What are you guys doing? And she's yeah, like, well, they I were fucking in the foyer, baby. Let's yeah. go. And now they're both like, well, I guess now's a good time to tell you guys that we're moving in together. And she's like, oh, and it's like, yeah, well, okay, I missed well- that detail. <laughs> No, yes, she literally, which is so fucking wild, because it's like, instead of telling you that we've been in a relationship, or that we're interested in each other, or we're seeing each other, Uh no, 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 I'm gonna jump to a 10, and be like, we're moving in together. That's fucking insane. It makes me laugh so hard every time, it's so unhinged. Also, we're moving in together after being neighbors. We have our own houses next to each other. Yeah. Why you got to move in in together? Why you got to move here? That makes no sense to me. It makes literally no sense. It makes no sense. And I'm so happy. And then it's just just like over. My God, and this is what. Uh, oh my step, God, I didn't step even realize that's wild. You didn't. Stuff. You don't tell them. Hey, I'm seeing your neighbor. You're going straight yeah. from this is someone who I'm holding milk and talking over the fence with, to now we're moving. Hey, first off, we're moving. 
so funny. Secondly, Second off, first yeah. off, first off, hold up. You guys got home quick. I'm still full of cum. Secondly, <laughs> second, like they just Chris, Chris fell off his chair. Chris just fell off his chair. Chris is Yo, on not the full of cum, man. Buddy, it's just they clearly just got done fucking. They clearly just got done fucking. And you know, I'm still full of cum. No, just to the brim, Chris. Your headphones still in. <laughs> to, to the brim i'm brimming <laughs> i'm brimming with cum chris is gonna be so proud <laughs> he didn't hear any of that he didn't hear the rest of it at all you That's didn't hear okay. the rest of that he doesn't need to all he right. doesn't need to he doesn't need to hear it anyway he'll listen to the episode later i'm not cutting anything uh he's so proud of me i could see it on his face he's so proud point is they just got done fucking not only did you just kind of catch them post sex you're like okay get this we're not just dating. We're moving in together. We thought we'd tell you now after this big event where, by the what way, was it I, that you said not to tell me. Oh, brimming. Will oh, come. No. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. Now he's falling off again. Yeah, we're on. <laughs> his chair is not going to hold up. Chris, you're going to break your chair. You're going to break your chair, buddy. <laughs> I broke my chair recently by sneezing too hard. Um, Okay, anyway. hold on. What does brimming mean? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, he's gonna Google dictionary. God damn. Point is, they're to moving be in full together. of the point of overflowing. <laughs> <laughs> we have fun. We do have fun. <laughs> now, so that that's the end of the movie, and they're Ooh. like, okay, so we're like, so we're gonna go home, and she's like, no, no, you guys stay here. We have stuff we want to do. So we'll just go. And I thought they were going to be like, we're going to go to our other house. And they're like, no, we're going to go to the tree house. And then they just go to a shed. And it's like, girl, you guys yeah. both have beds. You're clear. Your fa- no, your I parents love it. Can't say I love shit. it. They go to a shed. They're clearly so, uh, about it's, actually, it's actually pretty nice when you're when you're both when you're dating someone whose parent is dating your parent, because then they're going to be mm. so busy fucking that it gives you the opportunity to go fuck. And that's what's happening here. Anyway, that's the end of the movie. They play You Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears at the end. And my last note is, did they just name it this because of the Britney song? And I looked it yeah, up. Yeah, because the whole yes. because of the title, yeah. I was expecting the guy to upset her throughout the whole movie. Absolutely. To the I point where be... it just wears her down. And then she's like, oh, I like this. And then I at no point was anyone driven crazy. Yeah. I will say yeah, it's perfect. There, There is a, d- a detail I completely forgot, which is that she did end up booking the electrocutes for the centennial and like her yeah. friends. Oh, her friends he's like, like, I wanted it to be a surprise. Like I wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Ray's like, you didn't tell me. She's like, I wanted to be surprised. Like, isn't this cool? And it's like, this fucking rules. You know, that's like, the one awesome. thing where I'm like, <laughs> the one thing I, I, uh, my critique of the movie is that there was a lot of storylines like that that they introduced and they just went nowhere with it. Yeah. And like I really did even though I did like Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian uh I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Grenier. Grenier. Uh sure. Uh I like even though I did think they were <laughs> <laughs> just said Chase, dog. His name even is Even though the I did movie. think they were cute uh, at the end, I still like there was a part of me like I still I personally think Nicole made way more sense with the homie than yeah. than oh, yeah. Chase. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I yeah. definitely agree. Also, logistically, it's way more dangerous for y'all to date when now your parents are fucking and moving in together. Like you went from a faked relationship to now you're living together. You're dating. No, and I love that. Together. And they drop no, it at no, the end of the movie of the because movie. it doesn't matter. Nothing happens <laughs> after this. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nothing no happens. The movie's done. Too. There's no second yeah. movie. There's no sequel. Why would there be? We're it's done. like when you're leaving yeah. a job and you just don't. You're like, you know, it's not my problem anymore. So I'm not going to yeah. tie this up yeah. and put a nice bow on mm-hmm. it. This is your problem yeah. now. Yeah. So this Think this movie, it. this movie was made on an eight million dollar budget. A lot of that probably due to Britney Spears song. And it made twenty two million five hundred ninety three dollars worldwide. And that is insane. Um. <laughs> That is pretty sick. I, I had never heard it's of this movie. 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. The site yeah, consensus. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a sweet people, spot, baby. People the site don't consensus like is that the review said it had an unoriginal story. Sure. It was part. That's that's exactly what I wanted a teen movie, though. I don't want yeah, anybody I mean, breaking the fucking mold here. Yeah. Fucking spoon I don't... feed me some bullshit I've seen before. Also, That's this movie the fun part of this. This movie opened the same weekend as Three Kings, the 1999 black comedy war film with starring George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg, and Ice Cube. Oh wow. I oh, think... and Spike Jones. Now there's a movie I don't know role. exists. Yeah, I did not know this movie. <laughs> Y'all exists. never heard of that movie? There's a part in the movie yeah. where no. he put a bomb on a nerf football and throw it at a helicopter and it explodes. Yo, okay. <laughs> okay, hundred percent. I'm watching this movie. Based I, off that's of that all you and need. that alone. Exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah, gotta that's, see it. That's so stupid. The movie is basically that's about the these American thing soldiers, I've ever heard and I want to bear witness. It's about is- these American soldiers who uh, go on a gold heist while fighting in Iraq in '91. Yeah, this is a, a gold heist that takes place yeah. in 1991 uprisings in Iraq against Saddam Hussein, following the end of the Gulf War. This is pre 9/11, baby. It has um, a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's for real? Yeah. <laughs> David O. Russell wrote and directed this? Okay, look, I don't care. I don't want to I don't want to know this movie. I don't want to. We spent a lot of time on this other movie. Yes, and I'll did. tell you what. We we got to wrap it up. Let's go to our mm-hmm. roses and thorns. Mm-hmm. Chris, you want to lead us off with your roses and thorns on this movie? Um, yeah, I'll I'll make it super quick. Uh, Rose goes to designated Dave for being a good dude. My guy, yeah. Um, and Thorn goes to the fact that this school has enough of a budget to have a fucking Pentagon uh yeah. war room for their yeah. sprinkler system, but That's it really funny. it really makes me question if it. There's there's got to be embezzlement happening in this. Oh, okay, actually no. Here's the real roses and thorns. Roses goes to these parents not telling their kids that they're fucking. Uh, Rose goes to this dude cheating on his wife because of the hot air balloon pussy game. Uh, Thorn (laughs) goes to um, Elise. uh, uh, Elise. uh, Alice. No, Alicia for just being a snake. A snake with no mission. Like girl. Like. Raining in, like, what are you trying to do? She here? ended up with Brad at the end. This feels that felt like the mission. Yeah, she succeeded. Yeah, uh, but that's it for me. All right, mm. Rebecca, where are you at? What are your roses and thorns? What do you got for this? 
Okay, Rose. Uh, I'm just gonna a, 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 a one two on it. You know what I mean? Mm, Rose, it. absolutely for the most unhinged ending. I love it's <laughs> so unnecessary. Truly it's makes so no unnecessary. Sense. Yeah, it does nothing to the rest of the plot. It's so funny how unnecessary uh -huh. it is, and I love it. And keep it. And yes, one thousand percent, we love it. Uh, yeah. I'm also gonna give a rose uh, to honestly this new information that Melissa Joan Hart didn't think Britney Spears was gonna have <laughs> yeah. a career because that's the Incredible. best thing I've ever heard. I mean, it going into this really episode happy. with that first thing is the best. I love that. That's my favorite, and yeah. I honestly, the thorn I'm going to give is that this movie gave me very unrealistic expectations of what's going on in the United States at high schools. I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. wow, they have so much money. Like I literally yeah, buddy. just yeah. blew, blew my mind every time. Every time I watch a teen movie, I'm always like, wow, high schools in the United States are so crazy. They got it <laughs> it's made. Like, no, that's not. Well, no. yeah, when I made. watch high school music uh, movies and they're like hanging out in the quad, I'm like, when the fuck do they have time to do that? They're supposed to be Same. going to class and shit. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. And anyway, so that's it for me. Those are my roses and thorns. <laughs> uh, I gotta give. I'm gonna go with the rose for Ray and Dave. I think they were both great. I think uh, Ray and Dave are, mm. are. They deserve the roses in this movie. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say the rose for Dave and and Divine. Both of them uh, yeah. together. I really love that. I knew it was coming, but I was like, yes, give it to me. That's perfect. Um, and I want to say, like, overall, like, a rose for this movie just kind of being watchable, but not like, my, like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just, like, fine. And that's yeah. good enough for me. Yeah. Especially, especially, like, I wasn't tilted by it at all. Like, it was just a fine movie. This was a real this was a real it's on on a Saturday and you're like fuck yeah. it I got two hours. Yeah, it's whatever. an afternoon movie. It's perfect. Yeah. Put it on it's... in the afternoon. Wash some dishes. Yeah. Have a good time. Exactly. And I'll say Thorns will go to Brad being handsome at all. Uh, thorn <laughs> to Eddie for being a piece of shit to D. Thorn to Alicia and her scheming. And I'll say... Uh, um, like, girl, if you're gonna be toxic, have a plan. Yeah, yeah. And I had another thorn, but I can't remember it. I think it's uh, overall, oh, a thorn to shoes on the pillow. Thorn, thorn, thorn. <laughs> anyway, that does it that for one's episode. Fair. That's fair. That fair. one absolutely <laughs> fuck that shit. Um, that does it for the episode. Rebecca, tell people where they can follow you and what they should check out. Uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing and check out my podcast, uh, The Villain mm. Was Right with the hilarious Craig Fay. That's yeah. it. And, 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 oh, no, that's not it. You got something that I want people to listen to, which is your album. Look, it's been out for what, oh. a year, two years now? It's, uh, yeah, a couple, yeah, a couple years yeah. now. Yeah. It's called Buddy. It's called Buddy. It's so good. Rebecca is such a anywhere. funny comedian and it's oh, it's un, it's unfair that you guys get to listen to it for the first time if that. You know what I mean? So uh <laughs> you guys get that That's joy. So nice. Thanks, man. Uh it's so funny. Please check it out and uh please see Rebecca wherever you can uh at any dates and mostly Toronto. You living out in Toronto, you're going to be oh buddy, everybody yeah. that gets to see you in Toronto. Very jealous. Rebecca, you're one of those comics that I will make the effort if we're hanging out at comedy bar and people are at comedy bar, we're just like chilling at the bar area and you find out, Oh, Reezy's going up. How many, how many until she's on two? All right. I'm going to poke my head in. 
I'm gonna get in there. I'm gonna oh, watch thanks, Rebecca. Thanks, man. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can also follow us at We Didn't Get a Rose at We Didn't Get a Rose. You're probably thinking, are you guys gonna change the name of the podcast because you're no longer covering The Bachelor? <laughs> nope. Uh, theme song is too good. Uh, and also, why would we have all the <laughs> we have all the stuff? We have all the stuff done. I, I like that reasoning. That. That's a good reason. Theme song's too good. <laughs> really proud of it. Not changing it. And um, Chris, where can people find you? What do you want people checking out? Uh, <clears throat> you can follow your boy at Chris Mejia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Topher Mejia on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, follow me on Twitch. Your boy's been streaming consistently now, at least nice. once a week. Uh, I do mostly variety streams where we either tier rank cartoon characters on how bangable they are. Or we watched uh, the button dating videos on cut on YouTube. Those are funny. Those are those are a fun good time. One stream we learned about the history of sex.com and it's fucking fascinating. Uh, it, uh-huh. that that was that was a good time. Uh, but follow me because uh, streaming's been a lot of fun and it's been giving me a lot of joy. Uh, and it's fun to do something that's fun. Uh, but uh, also, oh, your boy is going to be headlining uh, here is. in Seattle. Uh, so if you live in the Seattle area or you're going to be coming through the Seattle area, come through to the Hereafter, the Crocodiles Comedy Club on Thursday, October 26th. Your boy is going to be telling every joke that I've written that I still do that I love, as yeah. well as doing some drum roll uh, PowerPoint comedy. <laughs> My <laughs> man. Uh, going to do if some real... If I wasn't leaving Vancouver on exactly that date, you know I'd make the drive down. Oh to yeah, I know. Either. I know. I'm excited by PowerPoint comedy. I mean by what like Hannibal Burris and Chris Chris Fleming have been. Those are two people who come to mind. Of like they have like audio video shit. Got, yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so come through to that and uh, Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover. That's right. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. You can also check out my articles at commandersherald.com. Am I the bolus is my column. That's where you get to uh, read about me writing about Magic the Gathering. Uh, you should also keep an eye on that because there's something else coming up. Uh, it, it, uh, don't ask me what yet. It's not announced yet, but keep your ears peeled about the same thing. Oh, boy, I'm teasing pretty hard. And then I'm also going to be uh, at Fest in October, uh, October 26th to the 30th, uh, 26th to the 29th. I'll be at Fest in Gainesville, Florida, doing shows. But more importantly, Zach Toscani is coming to this side of the world, and we are doing shows in Ottawa, Montreal, and Howick. So October 1st in Ottawa at Laugh Lounge, October 3rd in Montreal at Diving Bell Social Club, and October 4th at the Howick Curling Club in Howick, Quebec. Uh, we're taking them on a couple of shows. We want these shows to be packed. So please, please, please check out my link tree note, uh, my link tree link in the notes for this episode. And if you're in any of those cities, buy a ticket. Come on out. I'll be uh, opening for Zach along with Abby Stonehouse, who is the, the, the prodigal daughter of Howitt, Quebec, uh, runs that town. I'll tell you what. So we're hoping to have a really good run for him so he can leave here with uh, with uh, some cash in his pocket and some good time stories. And you can tell everybody how fun this side of the world is. So please, please, please get your tickets. Come on out and let's party. I love you all very, very much. 
thank you for supporting us in this transition of the show. Uh, we know that some of you guys are really gung ho about the bachelor. It's just, uh, we couldn't do it anymore. So we thought we'd want to do something a little bit more fun, uh, for us. Anyway, we love you very, very much. Thank you so much for listening. I love you, Rebecca. I love you, Chris. Good night, everybody. It's nighttime. I decided it was nighttime.